0: Good morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to this episode number four hundred and twenty-two of the Material Podcast. I mean, I'm Annie not going with us as Flores. I on Flores! Hey!
1: Hi. Hey, Flo. Hey, hey, yes. thank you so much for holding <laughs> it down these last almost three months when I wasn't even planning on taking almost uh when I wasn't even planning on taking nine weeks. <laughs> off from my life as a journalist, so I really appreciate you, Andy, for holding down the floor. I appreciate everybody listening to you. <laughs> I know this is the introduction. I'm Florence Ion. I didn't mean to take away from Andy's valor. I just, I know it's be, it's been a long time since I've been here. Uh, so,
0: good God, I missed you. Yes, <laughs> yes,
1: I missed you too. It was it was hard because like i wanted to drop you links and stuff about what was going on in the news and i was like what am i doing i shouldn't be reading the news right, right. now so i had to put a wall a bit of a wall just to you know no, like, not because of you but because no, you no, know was, you come from that world you know and so
0: I, I i totally understand and i was i was very very glad that like the, the purpose of you taking like nine weeks off was that you're? I mean, you're overcoming COVID. You are like that. Your your body was saying, "Hi, I'm going to give you a headache every single day now," and so that requires okay. If you're if you and your doctor form a plan that uh, is based on you basically unplugging from all work for a couple of months. This is part of that work, and like saying, "Ooh, here's a here's a news item that I should send to Andy." That's part of the work. So I was very, I was very glad that it was <laughs> that you that you really did take a take a take some time off to, just for yourself. Uh, and, I, and I hope you're feeling better. I hope things are um, better.
1: I am feeling okay. I'm not like a hundred percent healed. I'm still getting migraines. I'm just figuring out how to pace myself so that they are at the um, the fewest number that I can get. Yeah, I mean, obviously every doctor wants me to like not have any migraines ever again, but the reality of the situation is the chemistry and the reason these things are happening is because of something. So <laughs> I just need to be like, the problem is when I'm not in tune with my body, and that's when all this stuff starts to catch up to you, and you know when you're stressed and you're working a lot yeah. and parenting and dealing with life, it's just you forget about how you have to breathe, how you have exactly. to check in with your body, how you need to sleep. um I will say, just speaking of like why this time was important, it was a very big deal for me to be able to be okay with not being a part of the pixel fold conversation (laughs) that was a huge I'm being very honest with everybody right here on the podcast that was like a huge personal emotional stride that I made (laughs) in my relationship with work sincerely was to be okay with everybody having the conversation about this foldable device without me Because I had decided, you know, I talked to my doctor and he's like, you know, we can extend this leave. Like, you don't have to go back immediately. And I was having some bad side effects from a medication that I started that I'm no longer on. Hmm. Because it turns out it wasn't helping anyway. It was just making things worse. Um, And that was around the time that the Pixel Fold reviews started coming out. And I just remember feeling very sad. And I was like, oh, I'm I'm sad about this. This means I need to stop. I need to stop <laughs> interacting with it and go do what I was supposed to be doing, which is resting. Yes. So and then I went back to sleep.
0: <laughs> Good.
1: I did. I slept a lot, by the way.
0: Good. That, see that that's something that like you, you talk about listening to your body, and it's mm-hmm. such a simple thing, but it's so easy to like forget how important that is. That like there are times when I don't do the math on like okay uh or I, got, I feel myself getting caught it's midnight and i should be winding things down and now i've put i've actually since the t- uh, uh listeners know about this because i was talking about this on the show but i've basically now put in like new like hardwired routines on here's what happens at midnight or 1 a.m and so I, I was blowing past that if there's a night when i blow past that and like oh but let's i kind of want to i've just found this this thing on even if it's not even work i've just found this this thing on archive.org this person who's been uploading nothing but really good like 1920s early musicals and i just and if i don't and i know that if i don't download what i want right now i'm going to like lose this link in forever and i have to remind myself that andy you are, re- remember that uh it's it's tuesday night and you were up very late monday night because you were getting ready for uh, for the for your for uh, for mac break weekly and you only slept like 4 hours that night and now you're suggesting we sleep only 3 hours tonight that's not going to work for anybody you you will be able, oh you'll be able to be awake for the things you need to do but you're not going to be present for the things you do it's, i suggest we turn off the lights <laughs> turn off the tv Put the put the phone, put, activate your sleep app, <laughs> put it next to your head, and go the hell to sleep.
1: Let me just say that I find it very the reason I guffawed in such a nature and actually I had to step away from the mic while I chuckled to myself is because it is literally what I did during <laughs> leave. I went to archive.org. <laughs> I typed in just search terms related to things that I enjoy in search of just like random things. Cause I just like to spelunk into the archive minds. I just want to like see what is I, sometimes I just get a kick and it's like, man, I want some, I want some nostalgia. I'm going to go see if there's a software that I could download an ISO that I could run. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Ooh,
0: it's it's a deep dive. I only started doing the really deep dive of archive.org like in the past like six months, like not the kind kind where, oh, click on this library. Okay, Mm -hmm. click on this library, knowing that you really do have to drill down and you really do have to learn some tricks because there's so much stuff on there and it's not really well indexed. The like, st- like True. The, like when you, when you find, when you find that there's a, there's a library of just people who, I don't know, they're cleaning out a storage locker and they found like all their old VHS cassettes of just oh. when they would just tape four hours of television. My in favorite 19- genre on TikTok. Exactly. Yes. Night, night, <laughs> it's just four hours of television from 1993. And, and you're not just, and you're not getting it because you want to watch full house or something you're getting it because you want to relive what it was like on a Thursday night on NBC when Bill Cosby was still kind of ok, <laughs>
1: <laughs> kind of ok, correct, correct. And he, you, want, he, and you yeah, and
0: you want to see commercials for really crap pieces of kid toy technology. and you want to hear news flashes about things but absolutely don't matter anymore. and it's and it's like there there are people who took the time to digitize this entire tape and then upload it to archive.org. but
1: it's going it's so important to our humanity, though, because right. like that is the archive. Like everything that I do, you know what? This is probably a hyperbolic, but I would say I live 80% of my life on the internet. Actually, maybe that's not hyperbolic because I have my phone on me all the damn time, <laughs> plus the smartwatch. So technically, yeah, I'm always in the online world and, you know, I regret, I regret that I didn't take better care of my hard drives over the mm. years and like the data on there and the scrapings which is why I scrape archive.org now cuz I just like what I've been really into lately and what I got into during leave right because nostalgia is very comforting to us especially my millennial generation we are just <laughs> really holding on to it um but I got into looking for vintage MTV feats. So like the MTV that I was watching between right. 97 and 2001. So I've been going to like find TRL and to find um maybe music video countdowns that they would have or like they would have specials that you know like TRL specials and so I'm trying to just scrape the internet for those things for my own personal archival right. so that one day when I'm 73 I could just have it on in the background and it's fine. Cause all, cause by the time I'm 73, I feel like I'm going to be like, man, I lived a damn good life. Oh, I love having <laughs> my TV on in the background with my, my memories, you know?
0: Well, Also it's, it's, it's like we, we have to, uh, I don't approve of people who live the survivalist lifestyle where like they, have they've got like an underground shelter filled with like buckets of freeze dried macaroni and cheese, cause and huge 55 gallon, cans of of, of drinking water. I do understand that mentality only from the perspective of I have to, anytime that I, even think of a piece of media that I would like to access at any time in the future. I need to make sure that not just I find it and save a link to it or make a note that it's on Hulu. I need to make sure that that son of a B is a file on my <laughs> server. And that server is backed up Yes, because I, I do believe that we're going to that, 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 uh, that, that, that moment in history where it is just not possible to get anything that is not like DRM locked up. behind an access wall. And so, and if I don't get this 19, this 1928, really bad uh, MGM or Paramount musical, like on my server, if, if, if I, if it occurs to me again in the future, Oh, remember it was like 2023. And I went down this rat hole and I found this really, really weird, like uh, move, and there was like one two-minute scene that was in kind of Technicolor, but it was really janky Technicolor. I wonder if I could find that again. And no, because every every single cable for every single device has some sort of content management control chip on it. And it's impossible to see anything that has not been approved or marketed by somebody else.
1: See, I really, I really, really missed you because right now I just took out my little Sanrio notepad. And I made myself some notes so that I remember, so that when we do our members only feature mm-hmm. during today's recording session, Indeed. I can bring up the things. Because right now we don't have time for me to get into all the things that I've been wanting to like talk to you about while I was on leave. Right. Well, but I will I- say there were many moments where I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to tell Andy about this. <laughs> Let's see if yep. I remember the things.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's why. Like on, in our, in our show notes, usually a bonus there's a bonus content section at the bottom. Usually, it's something that is a little bit too weird to go into the main body, or mm-hmm. something that we probably aren't going to have time for. Doesn't fit into the flow, and I just put it. This time, it just simply says the Flow and Andy Reunion Show mm-hmm. Bullet Item. Let's just chat. <laughs> yep. So yep.
1: so that's that's a preview preview for our members. Preview Which, for our members. Thank you so members. much.
0: Thank, again, thank, thank you again. Thank you all show very much. We're very, very we're yeah. always very, very pleased about that. But we do have a regular show today. Let's yeah let's try to get into it. I, again I'm I'm we are going to usually we 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 have a, a little like self-control rule that says we each have one completely irrelevant distraction card that we play. I'm saying that now all aces are wild. We can all all, all cards are wild. We can basically go wherever we want to go. Uh but at least the 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 route that I've laid down uh, it involves two very, very pieces of low-hanging fruit. Uh, Tuesday night, uh, Tuesday, Alphabet had their usual quarterly earnings call, which is mm. usually a good time to actually get a nice overview of not just how the company is doing financially, but let's talk about the things that they decided that they wanted to talk about and put in front of the people who are keeping the company afloat partially by keeping in, keeping their stock, uh, stock market high. Um, also, if Samsung put on their own dog and pony show. Their own Samsung Unpacked event about phones. And, no, oh, that's right. They do make a tablet, too. Uh, and Flo is back. Did I mention Flo is back? Say hello, Flo, so they don't believe. Make sure they believe
1: you. Hi, I'm here. And um, I, I do have things to say about Samsung. Even though, guess what? They had the event too early for me to watch it. Huh. Okay. I'm sorry. 4 a.m. Pacific time. No, 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 no. No, no, no. This girly is in bed at 10. Okay. Yeah. That's... That was the boundary that I held for myself during medical leave.
0: Very, very good. I See? it was See? it was on it it was on at seven o'clock my time. I just didn't feel like I feel getting like up that's that early.
1: Al- <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I will <laughs> that, that, say I I would have done if it was like California time seven a.m. like because that's it's early Mona wake up time yeah but. <laughs> four a.m.
0: Yeah, there, there. I I felt as though I could do my job better. If I were yes. more well, better rested and I had a very good breakfast.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> even
0: even if I was watching this like as the on YouTube as a replay instead of as. Uh, Correct. I, I feel as though I made the right call. Listeners, you can agree or disagree with me based on what we have, what I have to contribute uh, today. And we're going to start that right after this break. Well, Flo, I'm, I'm, uh, thank God that you're back in time for the quarterly earnings results. I know it, it, it sucked not to be able to talk about the Pixel Fold, but you got here just in time for us to talk about financial numbers and figures and three-letter acronyms that I barely understand, but I know how to Google them and expand them into actual phrases. How excited are you to be here?
1: I have to tell you, after spending nine weeks in the real world, <laughs> I... I didn't hear about Google at all. Not even on my Android devices that I was using throughout. Like, like I, I was just thinking about how the company really is a background company. How do you mean? A background company. Like, they're not in your face the way that, you know, let's say Apple hardware is. Okay. You know, people in the zeitgeist, in the general zeitgeist, like when people are talking about devices. So it was very easy for me to like not right inter they're, interface with it. They are they're basically. not they're,
0: they're not exactly the Kardashians of tech news. They're not. I
1: no, they're not. Ex- it's not exciting. Yeah, like Alphabet stuff is not exciting. It's just exists, and for a lot of people, it's a utility. There
0: you go. There's a, yeah, there's something he said for making a good toaster that you don't think about. You don't have a club. You don't have a sticker representing your toaster's company on your car. You just count on it to make toast for you.
1: And then they when add AI to the car. There you go.
0: And the toaster to do
1: the search for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> AI, no, no, you're no. There's AI. AI is everything. AI is going to be like MSG. It's going to be everywhere. And even though we suspect it's bad for us, oh, it's going to be the flavor enhancer that gives us umami. Oh,
1: I know. Mm. Okay earnings calls. <laughs> earnings call well we, we okay so
0: there's nothing but good news actually uh, for that's for good. Google yeah i mean uh, this, this is the second quarter in a row in which google once again beat its targets so there was no there actually there's oh, really no bad recession. news what recession what recession i mean and the the unprecedented international macro, macroeconomic headwinds sundar pichai did not use that phrase even once not oh, even once that's good you didn't that's even good. faint toward it. So that's that that has been like the drinking game for No previous... longer a
1: tagline.
0: Yeah. We we actually have to work and make, make commentary now because we have to listen. It used to be like the drinking game where take a shot every time he talks about, well, due to the unprecedented international macroeconomic headwinds.
1: He used it a couple times. He we, really did.
0: We've changed we've changed from rounded rectangles to circular icons in the new version of Android. He was uh, getting
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As a result of these unprecedented international macroeconomic headwinds. This, I'm
0: I'm holding up my, my tumbler of Diet Coke flow. It is it is flat and a little bit warm.
1: Lemonade. Here I we could, go.
0: I could I could say that it's because I poured this about like two hours ago and poured too much of it, but I'm gonna blame it on unprecedented international macroeconomic headwinds. <laughs> Took all the fizziness out of my soda. But now, but now I feel as though I'm kind of a dope, a self-delusional dope, because if, if Sunar Pachai is no longer using that as an excuse. Well, I have to buck up and simply say that that's I true. should have refilled this earlier, damn it. Uh, but yes, uh, gro- so growth uh, for the company was only the single digits, uh, but that's fine. Uh, again, they beat whatever the analysts said they were going to do. And that's really all that's important in terms of victory versus failure. Also, analysts uh, that I've read uh, who took a look at these results said that they expect uh, uh, Alphabet's growth to be back in the double digits by the fourth quarter, which I took as good news, not because I care about, <laughs> not because I care about Alphabet's financial health, but because it does mean that, like, analysts are basically not – they're they are certainly not thinking that Google is in trouble, that Google is going to be killed by uh, OpenAI or Microsoft, or that uh, they're going to continue to lose ads to, to TikTok or anything. So that's good.
1: Not ads. They, they don't not. have to worry about the ads. They don't well, – guys,
0: <laughs> un- until any one of eight international government antitrust lawsuits forces them to break up their ad business, they've got nothing to worry about. I mean <laughs> – <laughs> uh, uh, and also really great news for the company's cloud business. We've been talking about quarterly results basically for years now, and it's always been hey, a big, big quarter for Apple's, uh, for uh, Google's cloud business. They only lost $380 million this quarter. They lost 500 million last quarter. So go, go, go. Everyone gets free t-shirts and coffee mugs to celebrate. No, actually it's, they posted their second profitable quarter in a row. Uh, they're up twenty eight percent contributing three hundred and ninety five million dollars uh, yeah. this this quarter of two thousand twenty three that's compared to losing five hundred and ninety million dollars this quarter last year like I
1: oh yeah I remember that I remember when we did that number yeah
0: that's so that it was a lot that's how you know that A company has a lot of faith and optimism in a technology or a division where it's allowed to lose like five hundred and more than half of that's 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 you're talking about like Powerball money now that's how much that's how much money that is yeah Uh, and maybe to be fair a lot of that was because they were they they had to spend years actually building infrastructure and architecture they'd be bi- they had to be buying facilities and buying hardware to make this work but hey that's good um the only big loser was the usual big loser uh, which is the category of other bets that's a uh, now that now the cloud is making book now other bets has to like <laughs> we weren't losing as much money as cloud services now <laughs> uh, uh, those, if, if you're unfamiliar, other bets is what they call basically anything that's not software or software or ads. Uh, so, and it's usually stuff that they're developing, like Waymo, which is allowed to lose money until it becomes until it be, until it gets on its feet. Um, actually, there was also, and Waymo is of course part of other bets. We can presume that it's not it's still not making money, uh, but it actually got a vote of confidence today, like the day after. In which they uh, announced uh, two things: no, one that they were kind of uh, stri- they're kind of uh, abandoning or at least long delaying their timetable for self-driving trucks, which is a plan they came up with several years ago when they thought that every that hey the really big money is going to be in trucking and delivery, uh, and now they've basically have said that we want to put much more focus on just uh, self-driving taxis, uh, auto taxis, and they're oh yes we're seeing a lot- we're seeing great results Truckers. in L.A. and San Francisco and.
1: Have have you unionized? Have the truckers unionized?
0: I think they're already unionized. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, well, uh, that's what I thought about, a, you know, you said a AI
1: year. and trucking and I thought about all the
0: trucking jobs. Think but think of all the all the 70s songs that we're not going to get anymore. Like there was a
1: Exactly, see? The the, the
0: the when there was that renaissance of people thinking that trucking was a really attractive modern cowboy sort of thing and
1: I mean, you know, in its own way it still is. Really? I mean, truck stops are amazing in this country. True. They they have some of the best infrastructure. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. Anyway.
0: <laughs> but anyway. Um uh, so yeah, uh revenue there was up actually up 40% to 285 million but still an overall loss of 813 million dollars. Not so
1: an unpaltry number, yeah.
0: St- still powerball numbers, it's not record-breaking powerball numbers though. I mean, if you if you if you won an 813 million dollar powerball lottery, you'd feel pretty miffed if next year someone won a 1.1 $1. $1 billion dollar powerball lottery. You'd suddenly feel That's like true.
1: Looking That's on the true. looking
0: on the bright side. Um, but those are just those are just the financial act- actuals and as I've said before, I barely understand a lot of these numbers, there are three letter acronyms that I really do have to <laughs> put into Google to find out, oh, that's what that means. That's what those letters stand for, but I still don't know what it means. The fun part is, as usual, uh, digging through the transcript, uh, the Q&A session afterward, where analysts get to ask questions of uh, Sundar Pichai and Philip Schindler and Ruth paratha the chief financial officer. And as I am fond of saying, this is the only time that people that powerful get to be asked questions by people by by people and they're forced to come up with absolutely honest answers because right. if they prevaricate or mislead, that's a big security and exchange commission.
1: Problem. They did something illegal <laughs> <That's>... anyway.
0: <laughs> Sundar. Have you ever worn a pair of underwear th- more than two days in a row? Like, even if you're stuck at an airport or something, yes or no? Like uh,
1: what does this have to do with investments? <laughs>
0: has nothing to do with investments. I am a matter of fact, I'm quitting <laughs> in two weeks. <laughs> but I know that now you have to answer. And if you lie.
1: <laughs> oh, that would be great. Stop if laughing, Schindler. You're not gonna <laughs> I got another oh, I got a doozy for you.
0: Uh, but yeah, so some so some. So th- and so, so sometimes they they talk about some stuff that they wouldn't necessarily, uh, talk about, and they certainly wouldn't put in a press release because either not big enough or it's kind of too vague. Uh so uh, in his co- oh, in his comments, uh, he was talking about uh, the expected shout-outs for AI Palm Two and another plug for Gemini. They did uh, you 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 were off you were off grid, so you didn't know that they have they have been offering a lot of executives like up for interviews about Gemini. So there's, this is probably part of their big like PR pitch. Uh, we're good. We see, we're doing AI. We're doing stuff like that. Um, he did say that, uh, and this is in his prepared remarks uh, that uh, we continue to slow our expense growth and pace of pace of hiring and ensure our teams are aligned to our highest priorities. So maybe the, the, uh, the firings are done, the, are, are done. Maybe not. I mean, they're not, they're, they're not back on the bicycle of spending. Certainly.
1: That's so wild. It feels like yesterday that TikTok was just covered in Google engineers being like, well, after eight years, I'm done. Yeah. And now all of a sudden they're like, well, things are looking up, everybody. We're not in a recession anymore. But yeah. like, it's and, you know, it's frustrating because it it feels like, OK, well, you guys are saying that things are going fine. But for the rest of us down here.
0: Yeah. So we so-
1: trickle down economics. <laughs>
0: Things, 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 so th- so that quote means that things are going to continue to trickle a little bit. <laughs> you're not, you're not, you're not. If if you if you're in the line at the Google at a Google cafeteria getting your free burrito and you ask for a double wrap, they're not going to give you the double wrap. That's no, going to say those days well, are over. Lonely. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> be, and be grateful for the burrito that you get. Don't mourn for the burrito yeah. that is lost to you. Um, Phil Schindler, one thing that I pulled out of there, that's kind of an, uh, oh, uh, he usually talks mostly about the ad business and that kind of revenue. Uh, and he also talks about YouTube and other services. Uh, <laughs> he was talking about YouTube and if, after talking about, oh, wow, our engagement is wonderful and our audience is great and blah, blah, blah. And he says, we're also exp- exploring new pause experiences. So brands can drive awareness or action when you hit pause on a YouTube video.
1: So that's interesting to me. That's interesting to me because I, you know, obviously I spent a lot of time on TikTok over leave, right? And I just kept thinking about how YouTube doesn't lend itself to the same kind of experience, but also how, I don't know, they're going to have to come up with a new revenue stream. Besides, they saw how hard it was without having the ads roll in. And the ads that they have right now, quite frankly, are garbage, (laughs) which is making me think what is this experience going to be like? It's just going to be like this what massive takeover of a paused video where what you accidentally tap on the screen? No, it's you it's, know? it's
0: it's that horrible thing like, uh, Netflix does it. There's there's a reason why like I um, normally on my uh, on my Google TV in the living room, you know, mm-hmm. you put you, you're you pause because maybe you didn't hit stop or whatever or you walked away for a while and you're gone for a long time and after a while the TV is supposed to do the same thing that's supposed to do which is to say the the my my streaming box says okay I'll go into sleep mode the TV says oh well I I'll, I'll then go into sleep mode too Netflix however realizes that hey we can make use of that pause screen we're not he we're not he's not uh, he's pause he's not watching this actual video so we'll use that screen to show you like a, at least a, a still advertisement for uh, other shows that we're trying to get him interested in. And as a result, I'll come back like after going out to eat and see that my TV did not go into sleep mode, nothing went to sleep mode. It's because Netflix held it open. And the idea of, uh, so that's what the, that's thought of as a valuable piece of real estate. And a lot of services are using that for actual advertising. So they'll actually put an ad in that place when you hit pause. <sighs> and it's I can't
1: like, just like pause it. Yeah,
0: exactly. Or or what if I'm freezing it just because like I just want to read like the in jokes in the new rebooted future Futurama, there which I which I oh my god they really really I, I saw the i watched the first episode of the reboot tonight there was uh it's it's funny I'm there's the, a
1: reboot yeah <laughs> oh my god I've really been on but I have no idea what's going on in pop culture outside of the yep. movies
0: and, and 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 of course like the new the, the first episode is all about. Uh, <laughs> takes as it's takes as it's uh as it's uh as its story, basically a TV show that's been rebooted three or four times, and they have to like bring it have get another get someone else to uh, reboot it as well, so they can have self-referential new there.
1: Matt Groening exactly never fails. It's
0: a, it's actually funny, but they um but of course there's a uh the, there's a like a two second thing where there's a TV screen that shows like the online like cable listings, and of course I had to like pause it like eight times to make sure i read they made up like 80 fake shows That's true.
1: <laughs> and of course you just I, know it was a writers room. See this is why you have to pay writers cuz they were yep. just sitting in a room coming up with all these funny things to make you to make people who are willing to pause the scene laugh.
0: Exactly. And i, I anyway so <laughs> uh but yeah so so imagine like every time you hit pause like oh god i don't i don't care about the new movie tie-in Iron Man Doritos. I really couldn't care less. Thank, you. I mean, could you put mail it to me? Just put a stamp on it and mail it to me, so I can ignore it. Like at the point of source, I just.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm still gonna buy the chips and try them.
0: Well, if it's if it's damn cheap, maybe. Uh, but I'm I I've got enough Iron Man in my life already. Yes, it is. That's right. fair. That's fair. I I, I don't know I'm, what. But I'm I'm seeing Oppenheimer next week, and part uh, <laughs> and part of the fun is that. Oh my God, I can see, I can never, remember, I can never remember his name. Who plays, who plays Iron Man?
1: Robert Downey John, Jr., Robert Downey RDJ. Jr., thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I keep getting, I keep getting messed up because people start calling, keep calling him RDJ, RDJ and I keep anyway. Uh Anyway, so it's going to be exciting to see RDJ like actually acting again. Not that he wasn't acting in Iron Man, but he was basically playing the smooth Robert Downey Jr. Jr. character you see. He, he, I'm used to seeing him either A, the smooth Robert Downey Jr. guy. Or the uh, Victorian Edwardian dude with the British accent guy, which he played right. Like at but Sherlock see, in-
1: what I really know him as is a strung out junkie in less than zero, which is exactly what, why, how R D J showed us his acting chops.
0: Also, in, also in Chaplin, yeah, he had again, mm-hmm. he, he had he had mm-hmm. quite a quite a fine Renaissance mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, yeah, so hopefully, um, I don't know. I hope it's, it just I, I had to actually highlight that because that will suck every time I pause YouTube to see an ad for something that I have no interest in. I hope that I, this is why I keep paying for like YouTube Premium because don't put don't I, I will give you extra money if it I means know. never seeing an ad in any way, shape, or form.
1: I know it's it's bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad.
0: Uh, Okay. Uh, Ruth Parat, the chief financial officer, the only note that Mm -hmm. I had from her prepared statement was revenue is up 7%. Again, not single digit. Their their, uh, analysts are saying double digits by the end of the quarter, end of the year, Uh, but saying that revenue growth uh, this quarter is mostly thanks to search. So Google's bread and butter continues to be their bread and butter. Okay. Shows, right. shows you how valuable that real estate is, and why like, people are concerned about like ads being above the fold and uh, versus below the fold.
1: I know, I know. Remember, we went through this with print before yeah. it died.
0: Yep, print was fun.
1: It was fun. Mm. Ugh.
0: You know. You know. You Sorry, know,
1: we haven't talked in a long time. Yeah. So you, we haven't yeah. had our-
0: You know. You know. What, something. Something that occurred to me was that, like, remember how, like, for decades, there was a huge mystery about what is the deal with Jughead's hat? Like he's, <laughs> he's wearing this, like, it looks like a crown on his head with a, with a circle and yes. like a rectangle on it. And nobody had any the hell idea like what it was. It was just Jughead's hat until somebody like on some website actually did <laughs> like real, real like historical research to discover that. Okay. Remember that Jughead was created like in the 1940s. And in the 1940s, what kids would often do is like when uh, when their dads, when, when uh, wearing men's hats was like part of your, your basic everyday wardrobe, every time like their dad's hat would get worn out, instead of throwing it away, the kid would take it, cut off the brim entirely to just leave like the center like dome of it and then turn the bottom of it up so it would fit. And then so that it would, they could actually turn it up. They would like cut these triangles in it. And may, and then after this became popular, it became popular to put pins in that as well. So what we're seeing with Jughead is what kids used to often do: wear as hats, recycling their their dad's old hats. So and what what occurred to me recently is that oh. in future, like I was uh, I was reading Calvin and Hobbes, and like there are times where like they're they're uh, Calvin and Hobbes are up in the treehouse, the. Uh, uh, on the uh, get rid of gross girls club, whatever. <laughs> and, they're, and they're wearing like pirate hats that they folded out of sheets of newspaper. But future generations that never grew up with newspapers are going to wonder, true. why do they have triangles on their heads? And we're yes. going to have to say, well, back, you might've heard of newspapers. Well, there were big sheets of paper and it was really easy to fold them into a sort of like a little mm-hmm. pocket sized thing that would be sort of a pirate hat. And so oftentimes kids would do that. Like this is this is how old like we're going to be at some point. <laughs> we're going to have to explain oh, all these cartoons. I know,
1: I know, I know.
0: Okay, let's get to the Q and A portion. Uh, they, uh, they were asked, uh, "How are people using Bard versus search?" Uh, a lot of these are really good questions. Sundar gave a non-answer. He just highlighted. Uh, uh instead of instead of saying, hey, we've had two or three months worth of data about how people are using Google search versus how they're using bard, can you materially say that there's some tasks that people are giving to one versus the other but no he highlighted multimodal search pointing out that hey we've got Google lens that's working out great and coding and yet another shout out for Gemini which he reminded us was quote built from the ground up to be multimodal unquote so again not 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 something he would get into trouble but not the answer to the question that we would have hoped for mm. um then he was asked about uh uh, now, this was kind of a non-question. This was not a well-constructed question, admittedly. Uh, someone, another analyst, wanted to ask about. Uh, a, he was trying to get at what is Google's differentiation in the soft. I, I'm I'm actually adding a lot of detail here that I'm supposing. Okay, what is Google's differentiation between itself and and Microsoft and Apple? Citing things like oh, open source versus closed source and custom silicon, but it really wasn't a well framed question. Uh, Sundar. <laughs> mm. did the best he could uh he's saying that hey well in terms of open source well, we're doing we're we've embraced open architecture on the cloud we will embrace open source ai models uh, we're contributors to android chromium and kubernetes basically we try to do everything great and do it awesome and that's how we try to differentiate ourselves
1: yeah. woo i've heard that answer too yeah just for what it's worth so that means you didn't ask a very good question if, that, if that was, i heard the answer
0: <laughs> mo- i mean th- this is because not- i just
1: asked the basic
0: stuff <laughs> It's, it's weird. Like now, see, now that like a lot of briefings are happening over zoom and some of them like aren't, aren't one-on-one, I get to actually listen to hear, listen to like the questions that like Mm -hmm. other journalists ask when they're given the opportunity to say, hi, I've got the engineer who developed this and also the product manager of this, ask any question you want. And I have to remember that there's a camera on me (laughs) sometimes because sometimes like that is the most Dumbass question. You no. This is not the time to say that your phone keeps rebooting, and what can he do to that's not why we're here? Oh my here.
1: god. Oh my god. This oh. is also not the yes, people. Uh, I, yeah, exactly. Journalists I do that. Yeah. I don't even care. We're shaming them. I know. Do I'm, 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 well, I'm not
0: shaming anybody. Uh, anybody specifically? Okay. I'm I'm sorry. Going, going we're not. Sure, yes. I'm going to make sure I'm not. I'm not doing that. But I was really like. You, you, sun, I, you, yes. you, you sobs like, I'm, I'm asking great questions that are actually like show that I have prepared for this conversation and that I have history of knowledge with this product, uh, and with this engineering team and your, your, your copy is going to have stuff in it that you wouldn't have had if you not been in on this call. I'm kind of offended by this. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not the greatest, but I'm better than some. I've, I've been in, now I've been in calls with people that I'm better than there. I said it, uh, <laughs> anyway, <him>.
1: anyway. Uh,
0: <laughs> so another really good question. What's the what's the timing on f- uh, folding generative AI into search as opposed to mm. the special like special uh, barred product Sundar saying, oh, well, we're ahead of where I thought we'd be right now, but we're, but we're taking deliberate steps and starting from first principles on search and we're building the next major revolution in search which is half an answer. That was, that was okay. It reiterated the standard response, which is actually very true, which is they're saying they are trying to be slow and measured. They're not trying to like upend. give, given that they've just said that their biggest growth was through search. They're not eager to ruin search just yet <laughs> with, with a half baked, uh, feat uh, uh, new feature.
1: Well, that's good.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's going to be consistent. Yeah. Uh, and the only other note I meant I made here was that uh, again another good question about how you're going to monetize uh, the search generative experience. Uh, again, this AI enhanced uh, search uh, as you scale it up, like as you as it stops being a Google Labs thing and becomes available to other people. And here Sundar said that there are many quote user journeys unquote. He didn't say search search uh, search terms. He said many user okay. journeys uh, are commercial in nature that uh, the search generative experience gives us an opportunity to serve those needs better and actually that they actually have some experiments in flight like he that's whose who's, his words in flight including okay. ads through search generative experience so okay okay again not, right. not nothing again you're not going to get he's not going to say oh well we weren't going to announce this yet but we have we're planning on releasing on x date this exact feature here have some screenshots uh, but now <laughs>
1: I I know. I'm just yeah.
0: No, but it's but it's but again, it's it's a it's valuable it's valuable stuff. Um,
1: Uh, There was
0: uh, one really big piece of news through uh, through it. uh, It was followed up by a news release. Ruth Porat, the chief financial officer, has been. I think we can say promoted. uh, Before I read in on this, it seemed like a lateral move, Uh, but Mm. yeah, she's moving to a brand new role as president and chief investment officer of Alphabet. Um, oh, that's a pretty, okay. that's a pretty big deal. Cause she has been a CFO since 2015 and that wasn't just, Hey, we've got someone to fill that seat. She, I mean, it's pretty much agreed that she had significant influence on the direction and the character of the company since, uh, since she filled that pose. like she was the, uh, it's if there was a before and an after moment in Google, it wasn't just when it's two founders, uh, uh, Sergey, uh, and, and <laughs> like left, left and handed, handed things over to, uh, uh, to Sundar. It was just the character of the company being from, Hey, we're a bunch, of, we're basically like a big university that does research and sometimes turns that research uh, and exploration into actual products. And there was, there was a moment where, yeah, that's not going to work for us anymore. We're going to be like a corporate company that I'm, I've, we love, we love this research that you're doing. It's exciting. It's great. The idea that you can guess how many pickles are in the jar, uh, just by amount, that's great. That's groundbreaking. But there's no way we can turn this into an actual product. So that's you're done. That's you've run. It's your your pickle experiment has run its course, and now you're gonna have to actually find something that's actually gonna be turned into an actual product. Uh, and she was like a big part of that turnaround. It's not just she was fulfilling orders. It was belt tightening. Belt tightening. Uh, focus on what is making us money. Great, we'll put most of our research money into that. That's what she was responsible for. So this is a big deal. Um, so that's you, why
1: she got promoted for that seven percent.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's it really is. It, it's it's kind of like uh, it's not as it's not as big as like the CEO changing seats. But sure. short of that, that's about as big as it gets. If there were like four or five people who are instrumental in what Google does and what it does, at Ruth Porat would definitely be uh, be one of those five people. Um, so that's a, that's a big deal. Uh, so what she, the, anytime there's like a big shuffle like that, the next question is again, was this, is this an actual promotion? Is this an actual, Hey, I've been doing this for 14 years. I wanted to do something different or was that they want to retire and Mm -hmm. they, and they would leave today if they could, but they have got the, they've got some financial things that will mature in a few years. Right. (laughs) Or, or like they've done something that would merit them being fired, fired, fired. But they've had a handshake agreement that okay, if you can give me a, a gentle, a gentle exit that makes it look like no, I wasn't stealing millions and millions of dollars to buy Powerball tickets with. Uh, but so I mean, and and the giveaway usually is that okay. So what's their new position at the company? Huh? They report directly to Sundar Pichai, and nobody direct, nobody, nobody, and that's nobody. Uh, 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 and nobody is, resp- is, excuse me, they report directly to Sundar Pichai and nobody reports to them. Huh? It sounds as though on the org chart, you are a dead end slash cul-de-sac. Uh, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, th- uh, both in the, uh, uh, in the, uh, earnings call and in like subsequent, like que- a couple questions from like CNBC today, uh, they, he, she clarified it a little bit. Um, basically. She's going to be in charge as CIO, as chief investment officer. Obviously, she's going to be in charge of using Google's money to make more money. And that's going to extend to decisions like buying real estate, building new facilities like data centers, stuff like that. Um, She's also going to be in charge of those, quote, other bets, unquote, that we talked about, um, which is interesting because, once again, this is notoriously not a moneymaker. And she is notorious for shutting down things that aren't making money or aren't directly online towards we Hmm. have a plan for this to be. A feature, a commercial feature, a commercial product, a commercial money maker by X date. So maybe, maybe this is the last time we see that division losing eight hundred something billion dollars. That's interesting. Million dollars. Yeah. That's
1: interesting. That's interesting. Yeah.
0: Um, and there, I, that's that's why like the the presidency of a company, especially in a company that has such like a visible CEO like Sundar Pichai. I don't know exactly what that does. She did say, and here's here's an actual quote, and like what she's hoping to be able to do, and uh, quote, and to be able to focus on the impact on economic economic growth and the opportunity for people, for organizations, for countries. I think is a privilege. I'm really excited about it in particular with this amazing company, and so focusing on there as well as the investments that we make across uh, to drive economic growth globally across numerous sectors. So, I don't think that she's. You know, going to be using Google's money or Alphabet's money to cure diseases, but there seemed to be a sort of "Hey, we can like I don't know some some of the hippie touchy feely sort of uh, potential of the company." I'll be affecting
1: impact on economic growth. Yeah, I don't know.
0: So, in anyway, in any event, doesn't it doesn't seem like she's being pushed aside? Uh, It doesn't seem she will have work to do, and it does seem like it's exactly what. Uh, what she's saying she's gonna she's gonna the, the search for a replacement is is ongoing and she's gonna keep being the cfo until her replacement is found it's gonna be really keen to see what the attitude of this new cfo is though hmm,
1: hmm. new wins ahead
0: new wins ahead show title <laughs> <I> think- uh, <laughs> we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna talk about samsung hello Kale. why did i say that clue Calais. even Kalu <laughs> clay does not mean anything we're going to take a break and then be back. Thanks a lot. Uh, well, time for another Samsung unpacked. They do, they do like, do they do like three of these a year?
1: Two of these a year. Okay. Two of these. So they do one in, I, I always call it the winter because mm. it's in February. Um, and then they always do one uh, at this time of year. So in the summer. And this is the time of year that they do the big, uh, the big expensive thing you can buy from Samsung that isn't quite its flagship yet—that's what it is. <laughs> so there's a phone because event, and used- then there's
0: like an everything of everything else event. Exactly.
1: Okay. It used to be the Note ah. was what took place in the summertime. Like that's what they were updating. But then, as the Note got deprecated, and we got foldables into the mix, the foldables are now the focus of this August event. Got it. Plus accessories.
0: Plus accessories. I'm just glad Plus that. I'm just glad they had it in Korea, which basically made it. If, you are well because if they had it in New York City, I would be tempted to have to go, and this way I didn't have to go to. I didn't have to spend a, a, a day in New York like in July, in the middle of the week, a day before I have to do. Correct, like, NPR. because you
1: want to save your day in New York for October.
0: During opera when season.
1: Google does their event. During opera
0: season. Oh, sorry. And also exactly. In, also and then in you Google and I and can
1: go best. to the opera <laughs> yes. again. I mean, not that I'm like trying to take up your calendar or No no you know. no
0: again it's good to it's 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 good to have company at, at an opera there's really good but uh, I have the I have the, the, the I got the 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 season catalog so to speak I think of it as like the Sears wish book because it's like Filled with oh wow, I, I have to, I have to budget and realize that I, I can I will definitely let myself buy one ticket full price well in advance, and yes. and of a, a special trip to right. New York City just to see it. Uh, I might do two one one like during the fall, one during like the winter and spring. But it's like it all starts with, like looking at this thing and okay, what am I going to choose? What am I going to choose? Ooh, I, mean, I want that. Ooh, I want that. Ooh, I want that. <laughs> okay, but let's get back to Samsung Unpacked. Yeah, uh, so you got your you got your Galaxy Z's Fold Five, you got your Galaxy Z Flip Five, you got your Galaxy Watch Six, you got your Galaxy Tab S nine. Yeah. Well, the, the most of the Rancor was for the Fold Five, wasn't it?
1: um I see, it's, it's- actually it's for the flip five really I'm starting to realize okay yes because I I oh i'm sorry the rancor yes yes yeah, the I'm anti-love <laughs> yeah, yes that, 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 that was the fold that, that was the fold people that was me not understanding the word rancor so i apologize
0: for, for the record, I I, it. for the record, I knew what what the word rancor meant as a kid before it was it. the name of one of the of the of the beasts in Jabba's uh, dungeons mm-hmm. in Return of the Jedi. I just wanted to say I'm I'm a nerd, but I'm I'm a i i was a vocabulary nerd as a kid too. So I have most of the stuff I've been hearing today about the Galaxy Z Fold Five was yeah it's been getting like most of the rancor, most of the I wouldn't say hate, but just <laughs> and, uh, you know, exasperation, basic, uh, the verge, uh, headlined the, that coverage with the galaxy Z full five is last year's phone with a new hinge. Uh, and other people are saying that, yeah, it's, this is still like an $1,800 phone with barely anything different about it. And now it has lots of competition. And so why aren't you just like trying to either, uh, pushing your advantage by either making it much, much better or much, much cheaper. Uh, Apparently, the only, uh, obviously, I wasn't there. I haven't held it, so I'm merely going on the reportage of others. Uh, It has a new, more durable hinge. Nice. The inner screen is brighter. Nice. Uh, It's thinner and lighter, but not by much, mostly because of that new hinge. And it's a little bit faster, but not by much. It's basically uh, like last last year's phone with a new hinge sounds like it's exactly correct.
1: Well, hold on because this is going to be interesting. Okay. Now, folks, full disclosure, I read all the material about, I don't know, 18 hours ago. I don't know, wherever the heck I was awake this morning. (laughs) (laughs) So, normally, you know, I didn't get my hands on time that I normally do so I could like develop an opinion. But from what I kind of wrote about today for Gizmodo, Like you said, it really does feel just like a little mirror upgrade. The battery pack is the same. It's only a triple camera array, just like last year's. It sounds like it's kind of the same sensors, but just like slightly more tweaked. Um, I don't know how to feel about the hinge yet. Hmm. I don't know. It is. I am going to be getting it in person, so I'll be able to like touch it and see it. But I have to tell you that like the Z Fold 4 doesn't bother me in terms of hinge. And I've actually read that um, this one has a stiffer hinge because it closes flat and it's harder to open one-handed, which is something that, you know, the Z Fold 4 got softer over time. So it's like it's this nice, fluid, you know, Mm. movable piece of kit, right, that I have. So I don't know. I'm very curious. What I'm also very curious about is what this is going to mean for last year's phone because this is finally where we can test and see if these folds, if this this form factor in the Android ecosystem is able to age. Mm. Yes. Is it able to age gracefully as candy bar phones have? Because, you know, in the iPhone world, some people like Apple is still like, hey, come get the iPhone 13. Like it's still a great phone that you can have and we're still going to support it. And so I'm very curious to see if Samsung can make that happen Hmm. for the foldables.
0: Yeah, I I wonder if it's the 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 fact that the uh, that the Pixel Fold was also like it had to be an eighteen hundred dollar phone. I don't know how much of that was about keeping Samsung happy by not like underpricing them, or how much of that was just the fact that these screens are hella expensive that you can't we can't get the price down below a certain price point because these displays cost so freaking much.
1: And that's fine. I don't think that. I mean, I know it's very frustrating to see how much they cost in the current economic, macroeconomic international climate that we are in. Um, (laughs) But but I, I, I get it because I have been using the Z Fold for, I still think it's a lot of money. Like it is a shame that it is too much money because these things are awesome. They really are. I love the dual form factor of the fold. I really do. The tablet is so great, you know, I cuddle with every night, like <laughs> I do because I read on it okay. I, <laughs> because I finally, finally connected my library account to Libby, oh. so I've been finally like you I know Flo has been using her library account <laughs> um, so you know it, it's so yeah. nice on a on a phone that just folds out, and now you can read yeah i'm i'm
0: I've been so tempted to get a, a new iPad mini because there's something about that. I would love to have a phone that could, one phone that could unfold and become like a small tablet slash large size phone. I'm pretty sure that uh, I can't afford that anytime in the near future. Uh, And nor nor would I be willing to give up like the advantages of like a premium smartphone that's just a a smartphone, but to have like spend extra like five or $600 to have (laughs) to have this tiny little this little tablet that I could like just there there are times where I've I've got my uh, I've I've got my satchel that I take, you know, anytime I'm going to be leaving Mm -hmm. the house for more than an hour or two. And there are times where I do throw like my 12.9 inch iPad Pro in there because I'm going to need some kind of computing device in case I need to read or research or I want to move the needle forward on a couple of projects. But the ability to like have a tablet in there that could run all the apps that I've got on my iPad, all the same cloud data, but not take up the entire like the, the entire surface area of that bag is just I to be able to have to actually root around in the bag to find that tablet. That is a need that I could I could fill that might be worth five hundred six hundred dollars to me. But
1: I'm going to be honest with you, though it's still going to get lost in there because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's such a pain for me because it'll like go all the way to the bottom of the tote bag, and I'm like, come on, are we for real? And then it just feels like this dense very thing. So. <laughs> you know there was there's still a ways to go with this i do i do feel though that affordability is on the horizon i do think that just what is going on now is this is just public beta testing okay. of this form factor yeah. so if you're buying into it you're a public beta tester
0: and the, the encouraging thing is that you compare reactions to the uh, to the fold 1 to the fold 4 where it's they've clearly been listening to complaints they've clearly been learning more about how to oh, build yeah. these things it's a much better much more practical device they've been doing a lot more work on optimizing uh, their version of android for multitasking i mean you can't you can't have three apps running in a row on uh, <laughs> on any google device uh, but you can have it but actually it's on the tab but can you do three three in a row uh, multitask three apps on the fold oh yeah. yeah there you go
1: oh yeah Oh, yeah, you can do three Mm -hmm. split among the screen. I'm very curious to check out like all the new little bits that they added to the interface to kind of make it, you know, a little more fluid here and there. And I'm sure Samsung will have been informed by whatever it did with the tablet UI. Yeah. Um, The Z Flip 5 is also interesting for folks just because now it has a bigger cover screen.
0: That's the the, one. That's the that's the nice one where it's a it flips out to become a full-size phone but then you fold mm-hmm. it in half and it becomes like half the size of a phone but but it still has like that outer screen and now they've made it whereas the previous version was just like a stripe of it OLED 1. screen. was 1.9 inches yeah.
1: and now it's 3.4 inches. That was like legitimately
0: half the size of the screen like on and it's not just for notifications either you can actually run apps on it if they're nimble enough to reformat itself.
1: We'll see if this translates to smartphones in this day and age because like I remember using phones with the flip screen you know yeah they have the screen on the front and then on the inside and um I I just there's just something about it for me personally that I'm just like not fully sold on it yet okay so yeah I
0: I like I like the idea of having a more compact phone because there are people who have there are people who have clothing with with smaller pockets and or no pockets and the people who use, don't yes. don't carry a, a Ford Prefect style satchel, but carry a small compact compact bag. And so, and, and the other thing is that it, it, at least it gives people the ability to have a folding screen device for, at a competitive price with other premium smartphones. This is like a thousand dollar device.
1: Correct. But I have to say the thing about the, the phone being like compact is. The thing is, this thing is still really dense. It's way more dense than a candy bar phone. So what most people really want is just like a small, thin Mm -hmm. phone. True. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can we talk really quickly before we wrap up here about the Galaxy Watch? I know the tablet was a thing, but Uh,
0: it's tablet. Like I I had to be reminded that Samsung makes tablets, but yeah.
1: yeah. So I did pre-order the Watch 6. I'm going to trade in my Watch 4. I decided that I was going to upgrade because I really want the temperature sensing abilities that Samsung released in last year's watch that is in this year's watch as well. This one has a slimmer bezel, the rotating bezels back as well.
0: Yes. Used to be like a touch touch bezel.
1: Did, I guess. Did not,
0: did not go over well. Uh, Victoria Song was uh, writing for The Verge. And so she's I just, so happy i've never felt more vindicated the rotating bezel is back baby and then she uh, i did
1: talk to her about this Yeah, nice. i told her i was like i love you v <laughs> but i hate the rotating bezel i can't really? get on board with it really and she's like are you serious and i was like yes i don't know what it is it's just like it just feels like i'm gonna always accidentally hit it and i'm just afraid yeah, of okay. accidentally it, you know i live with that anxiety it makes it hard to wear
0: <laughs> bezel, ang- bezel anxiety <laughs>
1: puzzle yes. anxiety. Um I will let you all know how it is when it comes. Please.
0: Yeah, it's so. it's a it's definitely a moment of transition. I'm I'm still bucking against like the Galaxy Watch even though it is I think I have to admit that feature-wise, build-wise, price-wise it, it is kind of like the best Android watch it's the best smartwatch you can get for if you if your phone is an android i'm just still like i just can't get behind the idea of how many accounts do i have to set up with samsung to make this work and oh yeah and so i'm willing to hold out to see if the pixel watch 2 like gets a lot better uh, or if god forbid the fitbit goes out of its tailspin and actually starts making really cool like apple watch style watches
1: Um, I will say that Samsung, what they did recently since the natural cycles, which is what who that's the company that they teamed up with to do like the um, period tracking. But since that whole partnership happened, they changed the way that they encrypt the data, your health data. So all the period data is, for instance, is now um, separated from your cloud account, and it's just saved locally. It's only encrypted locally on the phone. So now you have to physically move data between uh, fitness and, you know, any health data. It has to be physically moved between devices, but you you do still have to log in and you do still have to use their app. Mm. And what, where did I post this yesterday? Was it on Threads or Blue Sky? I don't even remember (laughs) anymore. Um, But I I posted about how it's all an illusion that Samsung devices work seamlessly (laughs) With Google devices because having a Pixel uh, phone and a Galaxy Watch, it's just like ugh, they fight a lot. Oh, it's it's just not. It's annoying. Yeah, it's annoying. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, oh, well. it's annoying. It's annoying.
0: I did see. I I, I did see the Timex has a new line of Snoopy watches. I might just get a Snoopy watch instead.
1: I I really wish that they would just release smart watches for us like that. It really, what I need is more collaborations because. I just love a watch band. Um, by the way, i I got the Mobvoi Tick Watch, the new one. Oh, that came out, but I still haven't tried it yet because of the <laughs> whole medical leave thing. So I, I know there are still other watches that are coming out. Nice. It's not just Google and Samsung.
0: Yeah, again, I'll I'll, I'll hold out hope uh, because I'm smartwatches are too convenient. It's like fair i i can live without one but i would love to have one that like suits all my needs that i can actually buy and that's not there yet
1: for me it's the gamification of life hmm. and the fact that i always have the moon phase on my watch with um loon scope which is like one of my favorite apps that i actually pay for did you know the moon right now is 74 percent full it's in waxing gibbous
0: i'd heard that, we have a full moon I didn't in four spread days rumors i read about it on tmz and you know what tongue wangers they are <laughs> i mean i don't need to I know if it, the moon really waxes or Brittany. not frankly well with that i think that we've... <laughs> <laughs> that's good one, yeah. i think we're gonna have fun in the bonus I'm, episode I'm, in, really in which one. we yeah. just talk about stuff uh yes. but we need to close up this show first uh as i've been saying go to flo to see what flo has been writing and now she's back at gizmodo and she actually posted something yesterday didn't you
1: I did. I did. we well, about today. Nearby Share. I did a little how-to. Nice. Today I did a little how-to to buy, you know. But uh, yeah, I do still have a website, FlorenceLion.com. And by the way, I'm on threads, Blue Sky, and Twitter. <laughs> Reluctantly, I stay on X or whatever the heck it's called. Um, <laughs> because it seems a lot of you are still there, which is disappointing. But...
0: Yeah, you got to... Yeah.
1: I can't move an entire industry over with me, so
0: i'm, I'm talking i'm talking about the changeover from twitter to x tomorrow on n p r and i'm putting a i'm putting a post i'm i'm not in the studio so i'm like from the home stu my home studio so i'm i'm putting a post it note not a not a digital one but an actual physical one on the screen that says don't use the word dumbass
1: <laughs> oh yeah try really hard not to do that
0: it's hey. i mean i know <laughs> i know the man does seem like a dumbass he might be a dumbass, but we have better we have better words at as our access correct i i'm i'm going to practice just looking into a mirror and saying phrases like the logic of his moves seem seem to defy my ability to understand or comprehend they seem to be spontaneous in nature and not well planned out and i will now give you factual <laughs> factual bits of information to underscore this observation that might have some presence in reality whereas i can say god that man is such a dumbass it's just more satisfying it's quicker it's more efficient
1: you can slack it to me later it's i
0: will do, i will do that uh, okay. so as, as for me i'm an Atko on twitter and instagram and blue sky thank you very much flo for giving me an invite code uh, i
1: felt so helpful when i could do that you definitely
0: you definitely <laughs> did uh i am on threads i have to talk about threads tomorrow so i have to go back on threads for the first time since i signed up to make sure that i know exactly how it works damn it um And you can go to uh, listen to the stuff I do for NPR on Boston Public Radio at wgbhnews.org. You can stream that live or later. The times where I'm in the the studio at the Boston Public Library, uh, it's on their WGBH News channel on YouTube. And as always, you can help support our show and everything on the Relay FM network by becoming a member. So head on over to relay.fm slash material to sign up and that you'll gain access to special members-only episodes that are produced by all of Relay's contributors, including us each and every week, including last week when I did record a full audio book of one of my favorite pg woodhouse short stories i did the voices uh except for i uh, i didn't do all the british voices i did like i don't only (laughs) Jeeves. i did a fake british accent the rest of the voices i did individual voices but american voices i hope you will understand that my I, i i came i came to the realization that for most people including myself trying to do any kind of a foreign accent it's it's not completely a hate crime but it's like some percentage it's almost like yeah. a hate crime against that that yeah. country so i try not to do that but you, you gotta yeah. you gotta be british when and you there's so many
1: there's so many british accents so, exactly you know.
0: well that's going to do it for us for this week thank you everybody so much for listening this time we hope you'll be listening to us again next week and until then everybody have a happy safe and healthy seven days bye-bye
1: bye-bye